0: evil mma i'm your host as always evil eddie here on the east coast kind of a crappy crummy day here on the east coast coming out of streaming out of new haven connecticut not far from new york which our guest today is originally from new york so he's actually been on the show before you may recognize the name we got mark Aveli, mark Eatonberg, joining us what's going on mark how you doing Good, good. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I mean, it's been a crazy 2019 so far with combat sports, wouldn't you you say?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's been wild.
0: I mean, especially the BKFC thing coming to the scene. Bellator blowing up more than it has, you know, five years ago. It's exciting times right now. Did you catch the uh, BKFC fight by chance?
1: So I saw clips of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, (laughs) but I did see a good amount of clips of Polly and Artem go at it.
0: How do What do you think of BKFC? What did you think uh, about that fight? What did you think was going to happen?
1: Um, so I thought that Polly was going to take it. Um, so, I mean, I didn't follow along too much in terms of, like, the build of that fight. Yeah. Like, I found it, like, the clips I uh, saw before, like, the little scuffle they had, a, a bit funny. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I thought the fight that Artem had before, the last the last fight he had was awesome. Like, super oh, fun.
0: Oh, yeah, against Jason Knight. So, yeah,
1: so that fight was, like, a lot of fun to watch. And I think uh, there's been some on there that, like, um, have been... It's been really good for some. Like, I know Beck Rawlings went over there and, and did her thing for a bit. So, I mean, it's interesting to see how, how people who, were, like, aren't, I guess you could say, flourishing in the MMA world went over there and are kind of doing big things,
0: you know? Well, that, that's the thing, though. A lot of people are saying that they're kind of... You know, I talked to Jimmy Smith last week. He came on the show, and he said one of his major concerns about bkfc is that they're getting guys later on in their career or aren't doing that well inside the mixed martial arts world but here's the thing i mean somebody like Ardom probably should have been in, in boxing or bare knuckle boxing over being in in the ufc i think he, he does a lot better over there
1: i agree i think yeah i think and i think that there's more potential for them to grow you know um like in terms of their brand and their names
0: you know the other thing, man, is that something that you'd ever be interested in? Uh, interested in because, you know, you gotta you gotta watch out for your hands. I mean, it's a completely different sport. So, uh, is that something that maybe you would be interested in down the road, or you sticking with the the Muay Thai kickboxing route?
1: You know, so uh, to be honest, like I would definitely like to do like one pro boxing fight or even like a bare knuckle fight before I call it. But uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, I find it interesting, uh, and I think it would be a lot of fun. Like I love, like I mean, I definitely get it puts me when we do boxing sparring but i have a lot of fun when i do it you know what i mean so I mean, if it was, if there was a time where i could just focus on uh just boxing bare knuckle or just regular boxing uh that'd be a lot of fun so uh, i'm definitely open to it
0: so man before we start talking about what you've got going on in the future the green hair man i'm loving the green hair what, what was the inspiration uh, to do that
1: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, I don't know, I kind of get these urges, like, I always change things up, like, I I do, like, little things, I don't know why I have the urges, like, for a little while, I was rocking the mustache, I never did that before, and then last year, I, 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 what I usually do is I'll grow my hair out a bit, and then I'll shave it, and go with, like, that kind of look, but I grew it out again, I I bleached it last year, and I was, you know, I I, I don't know why, I've always wanted to, like, do the green hair, and at this point, like, I'm covered in tattoos, and there's really not anything I could do that's gonna make people think i'm any crazier looking than i already am if that makes sense is so that, i wasn't i was just going for it you know like i thought it would be be fun
0: is that something that you've always done in your life because i, I feel like that something you only see either on the west coast or here around this area between new york connecticut uh massachusetts where people really bring out like the character within themselves and, and feel comfortable about it because you know where you grew up where i grew up man it's not the uh it's not the the best area to really grow up in it really brings out the uh, the purity inside of you to like find who you really are because there's all these clicks and everything going on the music scene especially is huge yeah. here on the East Coast uh, so have you always been like that growing up as a kid yeah
1: uh, you know and like I know my parents kind of like hated it when I was growing up I mean right. I've always been kind of I guess looking a different way i mean i started getting tattoo around young like 14 is when i started and i mean even before that like i was probably 10 11 years old with bleached hair i mean back then obviously frosted tips was the thing but i just wanted <laughs> I the m&m bleach but i mean I, i've been dyeing my hair and doing stuff like that i mean i started getting piercings when i was like probably like i think 12. so i mean but yes to answer your question i've always kind of had like inspiration to to be creative with my style and uh which is interesting because for a while i was kind of shy so it's like it was hard for me to like talk about like when people would ask me why there's always something i wanted to do like i was always drawn to like like having my own style in that way
0: standing out and i think that's on really big especially in the combat scene to have something about you that people can click with or make you stand out whether it's your hair even your walkout song or your style but you know, yeah. you definitely stand out that green hair. I'm definitely digging that. Now, I've really, really quick before we talk about the fight, I also got to ask yeah. you a little bit about the neck tattoos because I got sure. my appointment, man. I, I'm getting my uh, my neck done, and I have so many people it down is. my throat going, "Why are you gonna do that to your neck?" But it's like, you know, what, what were you? Uh, what kind of things were people saying to you when you're thinking about getting your neck done?
1: You know, I think at that point, like when I'd gotten, I got my neck done, and I was think like 22 or 23 and i got both sides done from two different artists that week but uh, i mean i definitely got some like negative clash um but the thing at that point is like i think it's kind of like a challenge and that's why i like dig i mean yes it is scary because i mean truth be told you're always going to have people that are going to judge and kind of have this picture of what you might be like when they see you, but it, it kind of puts that on you to sell yourself in a different way like for instance, it's like if you can make somebody believe and see what kind of person you are when you have the dyed hair, the tattoos and all these things and you can shine through, that means you're very good at selling yourself. you know what I mean so, like, if you're confident in your abilities to kind of show who you are underneath, then all that stuff doesn't matter. I mean, I'll go for it. If that's something you want to do and you want to get your neck tattoo and enjoy the design, then screw what other people think, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: Actually, I saw something really interesting. There was a social experiment that they did uh, out in London where this guy, he had face tattoos, neck tattoos. His whole arm was really blacked out. Like, I mean, he was covered in tattoos. And over there, it's different than here. I mean... There's probably lawyers out there right now that have neck tattoos, hand tattoos, and whatnot. But out there, I mean, even here, people are still very judgmental, obviously. What the social experiment was, he was standing outside this store, and this is a big guy covered in tattoos, and he was asking people walking by if they had changed for 20. And 9 out of 10 people wouldn't even acknowledge him. They, they thought they were going to you know get mugged by him, which was really interesting uh, social experiment. But this day and age man things are changing our generation with you know there's so many things that are changing between uh thc being accepted now and legal here um you know gay marriage this and that people are actually standing up uh going back 10 years watching episodes of of this show or watching that movie people are like wow that would be so unacceptable this day and age so i actually like the way that things are going
1: yeah, it's interesting you say that. We were actually just talking about that at my and Conditioning Gym. How, I mean, I love the Chappelle show. It's probably one of my favorite shows that's ever been out. But, like, I could not imagine what the backlash would be if they say that show came out as it was today. Like, I think it would be just super interesting to see. So that's kind of like the opposite side of the spectrum. So on one hand, like you said, things are definitely progressing. But I also think on the other side with certain issues, we're getting more sensitive about very, like, Broad topics.
0: Do you think people are getting a little bit too sensitive? Because I can see that too, where people are going uh, a little bit too crazy about certain subjects. I mean, it, it depends subject to subject, but I, yeah. I definitely see some people go a little bit too far with, you know, taking things out of context is a real issue.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's just interesting, because the same person that will that will preach with everything they have about freedom of speech is going to be the same person that's going to say, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that, you know, because it might offend this person or that person, you know what I mean? So it's it's interesting, because we have all, like, these, these people protesting, which I think is great, you know, standing up for what you believe in and all that, but the sensitivity level, I think, has just definitely gone up to the point where it's really hard to, to – I feel like humor is such a good tool, you know, for everything, and obviously – I'm not saying, like, in a bullying or mean way to say anything, but sometimes, like, there there's definitely a line with jokes, but I think a lot of people are kind of scared to kind of go close to that line and, you know, like, have a little fun with it. Like, so, I mean, it's tough, you know. I mean, I definitely – I'm a big humor guy, so I think it, it's definitely, I think humor's changing for sure. You know, I mean, you even saw, like, there's a bunch of comedians that were getting, like, a bunch of backlash for their Netflix specials. And, like, when I watch them, I didn't think they are that bad at all. But you're going to offend somebody, and it kind of ties into everything we're talking about. It's like, you're going to offend somebody with how you look, what you say. So at the end of the day, in terms of getting your neck tattooed, it doesn't matter. Like, if you want it, then go for it.
0: You know on that same subject you're about to go to thailand man what's the difference yeah. in culture here uh to the culture there because i know they're very traditional over there what is it like over there compared to you know here back home in america
1: yes i mean like the I, i've been there probably it's a total of like around three and a half months something like that a separate trips but uh No, I mean, the culture is definitely different, but it's not, like, judgmental, I would say. You know, like, uh, what I would say is, like, in the airports, like, in China, and, like, uh, I would definitely get looks and stuff, and I could tell that I was kind of viewed as, like, something bad. But when I was in Thailand, I never really got that. In fact, I kind of got... That feeling that they thought it was cool you know like a lot of times like people want to take pictures and like they they almost embrace the difference if that makes sense they're not afraid of it and they're not trying to push it away I mean they can you can clearly tell there's a difference between you and a lot of the traditional people but no one is like giving you dirty looks or scared of you or anything like that
0: well I feel like I've talked to a lot of female fighters uh, for Muay Thai (laughs) That go over yep. Thailand, and they have it a little bit harder than the guys. Would you agree with that? Have you seen uh, anything like that? You think the girls have it a little bit harder than the guys over there?
1: I mean, I, I would, it depends. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, I do agree in some ways, but what ways do you mean?
0: Like, I've had a couple of girls on that just say that they really expect them to keep up with all of the men, to really prove themselves more over there than, you know, you, you would probably be expected here in America
1: yeah i mean i think i mean the the females that i've i've trained it out there i mean they train uh like just as hard and, and they are pushed and held to that same standard but i think that's important you know i really do like it's interesting like um like sometimes I'll spar with girls and I'll sweep them and people on the side will, will just look on like, why would I do that? And it's like, why wouldn't I do that? It's like, it's a respect thing of anything, you know, like they're durable. They, they're choosing to do this. It's not like I'm targeting them cause they're smaller or a female, but it's just, that's what I would do. Like if the drill is to sweep someone, I'm not going to not do it cause they're a female, you know, not there. It's, it's the same thing. It's kind of like their are that same standard and they fight the same. mean, you know, they're, they're fighting too.
0: And there's a lot of girls out there that don't want you to go uh half. They want you to give it all you got.
1: Oh, for sure. There's yeah. been times like early in like when I started this that like I'd be drilling and, and would have that thing of like or I didn't want to hit hard or this and and they would just kind of look at me like what the fuck are you doing? I don't know if I can say that, but
0: No, yeah, uh, you can. You yeah. can.
1: Yeah, they they would just kind of look at me and be like like you're wasting my time. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I mean, how far they, I
1: mean, You can tell right away when somebody is
0: pulling back on you you know I mean, yeah it, it's got to yeah. be really awkward on, on both ends if you're really fighting like that man so you know yeah. even even going down training in albuquerque man at jackson mm-hmm. winks are, are are they the ones setting you up with this uh this this travel to the gym like is it an affiliate gym like do other people from uh jackson's go to this gym that you're going to or how did you find this gym that you're headed to
1: Sure. So normally I go to Chiang Mai to a gym called Lana Gym that's now Chiang Mai Boxing Stadium. And I got introduced to that gym through a friend that I met here who's my roommate and cornered me, a really good friend of mine, um, uh, Clay Matza. He actually introduced me to that gym. But this time after my last, so when I, I worked with uh, Al Rodriguez, who actually said. Me up with you yeah
0: um, I was Iron
1: all, Yeah, with ironshin he he handles all my fight stuff so before my last fight for lion fight uh, he sent me that he had made contact with one of the gyms in north thailand that was looking to sponsor fighters so i i reached out to them and they pretty much said uh we want to see how you fight it's not about winning or losing but we want to watch your fight i will let you know so then they saw my fight they're like we can work together and then i was supposed to go out in may but i hurt my foot pretty bad um, so you just had to push back a couple of months in terms of like Jackson Wink and, and, Jackson. So I'm training at both. Like I trained a bit at Jackson Wink still, and then I trained at a different Jackson's, um, up the road, um, and chief at that gym, but no one is actually going to be going with me. Um, but they are definitely like, I'm, I'm getting ready as we speak, you know? So right before this, I was hitting pads. Um, so, I mean, I'm definitely preparing and getting ready. Um, but yeah, so Al is really the, the guy that set me up in the gym's called Nung Kai. So it's actually Northeast Thailand. So I believe it's right under Laos. So on that border. So I'm excited because I mean, there's a lot of expectation, but, uh, there's a lot of potential with what can
0: happen. So for people that, you know, have never been to Thailand, they don't know what the experience is like, I say this a lot. I mean... For a fighter to go over to Thailand, it's like getting a degree, getting like a diploma. Like it's almost yeah. like uh, right along those lines. What is the experience like? Like bring us through what this trip's going to be like, if you can, you know, paint that picture for our listeners here.
1: Yeah, sure. So if I were to guess what the trip is going to be like to a T, I mean, so one time, Thailand I land and settled. Um, the way that I would have it before is I get up around six o'clock do five kilometer runs. So between two and three miles, then you go, you practice for two, three hours. Uh, So bag work, heavy pads, sparring, clinch the whole nine, just until you can't move. And then you have about three hours break where you can eat and rest. Um, And then you go back to training about three, do the same thing over again, except it's a bit longer. So you might do a bit more sparring, a bit more drilling. And you're just in that, that, that grind until you fight until about two days before he fights. So it's different than MMA fights where, like, that you're going to take a whole week off. Like, usually if I fight Friday or Saturday, I'm going till Wednesday or Thursday with my training the same as I would with anything else. Why is that? I mean, say it again?
0: Well, why, why is that? Why do they make you do that to keep you fresh, to keep you in the zone, yeah. or why?
1: So they, they, they just have a different view of, of, like, being prepared, you know? Um. So, I mean, it's, to be honest, like, it was hard at first because I used to kind of, want to argue and be like no I need more days off and but you kind of just get used to and accept it and you realize that I mean it's for some reason like when you're training at that level like once you get that conditioning you're the two days is kind of all you really need the most important thing is that you're not heavy sparring for for the like the days
0: leading up is that something that you you enjoy doing or is it is it still hard to get used to (laughs) Doing that, because- I do
1: enjoy it. You know, I do enjoy the training because I honestly feel like I can notice progression so much quicker because sure. it's such a uh, dedication to to basics and repetitions of basics that I kick better every time I go there, I kick faster, I kick harder, you know, every bit of my technique gets better. So what I would accomplish here, and it's nothing against any gym here, but just, it's just the setup is different. So what I would accomplish here in a year is something that I could do in two or three months there, because I'm just, you're, you're consolidating, you're you're repping out thousands of basics and you're kind of sticking to, to that and you're not really jumping around. So, like, for instance, when I'm here, I wake up uh, on Monday and go to strength conditioning. Then I take a break. Then I might go to kickboxing, drilling. Then I might do sparring night. But it's all staggered out. You know what I mean? Like, three or four hours staggered out through the day, which is good and sufficient training. But when you're there, you have three to four hours of training twice a day. And that's really, like, your mission is just getting ready for these fights. So when you're done with one, you can go to the next.
0: Yeah, you painted that picture very well. How, how is the scenery there as well? Like, uh for people that have been in Thailand. Like, is there a lot of wildlife running around? Like, what is it like?
1: So it depends. So when I stay in Chiang Mai, it's like in the mountains, which is awesome. So you're not really near like a beach or anything like that, but there's awesome mountains that you can run up. There's some great temples. There's definitely like a lot of greenery. You're not gonna see like too much wildlife running around. You are gonna see like a ton of dogs and like cats just running around. Like, there's tons of just, like, on the street. Like, they're not starving or anything. Like, people feed them is what's interesting. So, these dogs, a lot of time, aren't just, like, out there dying. They're just dogs that live in the community a lot of the time. So you'll go like, there's this one run we do around a lake and there must be like 40 dogs that are just around this two and a half mile loop and they don't attack you. Nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's every now and again, it's gotta happen.
0: They're like squirrels. They're like squirrels. exactly.
1: (laughs) Every now and again, just like a raccoon is going to come in and cause an issue. But most of the time they're not. So it's the same thing. Like, I mean, you, you'll, these dogs will be looking right at you. You can just literally be a foot away from them when you're running and they're not going to do anything. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, people come and they take care of them. Uh, but then if you're like Phuket, which I mean, I've only been to Phuket once and I was there for about a week. And I mean, there's beautiful beaches and you know, it's, it's kind of like a different, I can't really speak to, to that too much, but I mean, it was an awesome spot. When I went to Bangkok, it's very city, you know, it's very busy. So I like being in the north and being in Chiang Mai a lot because it's not, I mean, there's a city and there's like an upbeat culture for sure, but there's also a quiet, tranquil sense to the place.
0: Have you ever checked out the AKA uh, gym out there that's ran by Mike Swick? I heard it's absolutely beautiful.
1: That I've heard the same thing. So I actually drove by it when I was in Phuket. I trained, when I went to Phuket, I trained at Cindy. Uh, I kind of just wanted to, I just, I didn't, when I went to Phuket, I didn't have a gym kicked out, but I just kind of wanted to pick one. Uh, I heard good things about Cindy, And it was nice because when I did go there, um, there was mo- it was mostly tourists. So when I was there, even if you had a little bit of fight experience they're able to kind of recognize that and work with you in a different way they were able to kind of pull you out of like a group that was mostly tourists and and push you with a trainer that would kind of help gear you towards fighting if that makes sense
0: that makes a lot of sense uh yeah. so going back really quick i'm looking mm-hmm. through your instagram here on the video cast. and if you guys are listening yeah. to the podcast right now make sure to hop over to our youtube channel or periscope even on our facebook page you can watch the video cast here uh there, there's a photo of you chilling with lando uh, while you're in the wheelchair, yeah. was he a big part of you know helping you recover in this? <laughs> Are you guys pretty close?
1: Um, so uh, like Landon and I, I'd say I mean we're we're friends and training partners. We've hung out a few times. It's actually, like we've gone to the skate park, but it's oh, okay. mostly like I see him at the gym. He's a busy guy and he has his career going, and he's a really good person and has helped me a lot in for this training camp for sure. So it was great to have him around. Um, we're both. I mean, honestly, I mean, and just how my life is, a lot of time is, I mean. Uh, I'll usually go to the gym and then go home and then just kind of introvert, you know, like right away. Just so when I'm at the gym, I'm super social. I always see him and and say what up, but, uh, yeah, we've, we spent some time together and it's been great to be able to train with him and learn from, you know, like, I don't think, I mean, he's just on such a higher level than me that it's, it's great to just have that opportunity to, to get those tips and tricks.
0: Yeah. I enjoy watching him fight. It's very creative and, uh, yeah. You know what sure. i mean i really have high hopes for him I, I hope that he's uh getting a fight soon last but not least i got to ask you this man you're going back to thailand yep. so are you going to get another uh a tattoo what, what are those tattoos called where they hammer oh, them in?
1: yeah
0: are you going to get another one
1: probably i mean i'll I, I, the ones i have gotten i've gotten one per each fight like i'll do like one round per fight so i'll probably do the same thing um and try and well i'm going to try and do more fights during this time so I'll probably just start to get little ones on my back or something because I'm pretty covered. As You're
0: running easy. out I'm of room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, whatever space I have, because it's got to be from like the waist up for, mo- for almost all of them. Um, so I'm, I'm running out of space. So whatever I can fit, I'll definitely try and get get it in.
0: And this is my last question to you, yeah, you are sure. in June, June 25th right now, for those of you guys listening, um, six months left, a little under six months left for the year. What are your plans moving forward? How many times do you want to fight? Do you have anything in yeah. mind? What's going on with that? For
1: sure. Um, so right now I'm, I'm kind of healing my foot up from some plantar fasciitis. Um, but I will be back in Thailand in August. By that time, I plan to be ready and hopefully fight within a week or two weeks. And by the end of the year, I'd like to fight between like six and 10 times.
0: Cause in Thailand they push you to get a couple of fights, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, if I could fight six to ten times before I leave, i maybe mean, not before I leave, before I come back and visit, because I'm gonna be on a multiple entry tourist visa. So I'll go, I'll come back, and so on and so forth. But I'd like to do six to ten before the end of the year. It's just how my body holds up. But that that is where my mind is at. Is that I I plan. To, I mean, I plan to go for the ten. You know, it's just uh, seeing how uh, how the fights go, how much damage I take, and. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting ready now, so I'm I'm very excited.
0: Now, do they watch fights? Like, do you guys have TVs over there? Like, will you be able to watch the UFC events or anything like that? Or is it very...
1: Yeah. So, like, uh, usually, like, a, a group of us would get together in the mornings and go to, like, an Irish pub or something. I mean, obviously, I've never been to this part of Thailand. But when we were in Chiang Mai, a group of us would, would kind of link up and go to, like, an Irish pub in the city um, and, and watch them um, on the on the TV.
0: So you actually do keep up with a lot of the fights that are going on, right? Like you, you follow oh, Bellator, UFC, all that good stuff? Absolutely. So what what, what do you think is going to happen? This is my last question. John Jones yeah, sure. versus Santos, man. How do you mm-hmm. see that fight going down? Your boy John um, versus I mean, Santos.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, I think that, that John is going to, uh, I would say, a finish. Um, You know, I think John is just, I mean, he's, that everyone calls him the grace of all time and and I do believe that I mean his skill set is just phenomenal I mean I've never met somebody with with a mindset with like him and he's I just uh I think he knows in a good way like how capable he is of the thing of of what we see you know so I think he has that belief going into it he's fought Everyone, you know, and, and put on dominant performances. But I think that this is going to be. I mean, I've seen that he's been training a ton, and I honestly think he'll he'll get it done with a finish.
0: I mean, what is it like being around somebody like that? I mean, Jackson's man. I mean, Jesus, you know, the the name of superstars there is just crazy. What what is that energy like there in that building?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's definitely cool, you know, especially like when you first get here. Um, my personal approach to it is that I really don't go and, and like talk too much with, yeah. with the super high level guys, and it's just because like I think just being able to be in that building and kind of build your own road is is good enough. Like being, yeah. it's kind of just like being surrounded by greatness, you know. So that that's kind of the, the takeaway is that just knowing that, that there are guys that were just the same in a way. You know, they all started at a point, but they, they paved their way in this same location, you know, like made their, their way in it. So being able to be in that same kind of role and having that chance is, is the best thing you could have. But it is, I mean, definitely when you first get here, it's amazing to see um, like everyone that you've seen on in UFC and on the TV, but as, as you go on, you kind of realize that in a, in a a realistic way that they're they're people also that have lives, you know, and that this is work for them. So I try and not just go and and talk with them unless there's something like that needs to be said, you know, like if I train with them, great. But, uh, yeah, I, I keep, I keep not my distance in a way.
0: Which is respectable. Yes. I, and Mark, I want to thank you so much for joining us here once again on Pure People oh, in the Looking forward to what comes on in the future with you. Definitely got to catch up with you in the next couple of months. Keep this uh, yes. kind of relationship going here. And I Love really you. wish you best of skill. I'm glad that you're healing up well. And I hope that you have a safe journey out in Thailand. You know what we like to do at this point in the interview? I hand the imaginary microphone over to you. If you have any shout outs, sponsors, social media tags, the floor is now all yours.
1: Sure. Thank yeah, thank you very much for having me, Eddie, and uh, it's been great being on the show. I mean, my main shout outs would definitely be Alad Ironshin Promotions. He's helped me out along the way, Nunkai Gym, which will be having me in August. Dr. Shar, Charlie McDonald at Elite OSM sponsored me through pretty much all my fight camp. Uh Warzone meal prep. Nature's Secret, CBD, and there's many more that are coming, but I appreciate, and uh, obviously Doc Shandon, who's my sports psychologist, and all the all my corners and training partners that have helped me, Nick at uh, Jackson, Zachma, Clay, um, they know who they are. Um, I'm really grateful for everything that everyone, all the time that everyone's put in with me, so I'm gonna do everything I can to make them proud when I go.
0: Would you recommend other fighters to go see a sports psychologist? I've heard a lot of people say that.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, it's changed, like, changed my, we could do a whole episode on that. It's changed my, my mental to a whole other level. And I honestly feel like I skipped almost, like, experience levels from what I've been able wow. to do.
0: Also, really quick, you mentioned CBD. Sure. What, what is that like, man? What has what your experience with CBD been like? Uh, what have, What benefits do you see with it?
1: Yeah, so I think it's been great. And to be honest, I was kind of, like, skeptical at first just because I'm a very, like, if I can see it and I can feel it, it's working type thing. Um, but with CBD, um, it's helped me a ton in terms of my anxiety and being able to sleep at night. Sometimes like I have so much going on a lot of time, it's hard for me to relax and kind of get out of my head. It's been really good to really bring me down and relax and, and just be calm. And then in terms of my recovery... I mean, I usually hurt my feet and my shins quite a bit from kicking, but I've been able to apply CBD topically, and I've also been using the the vape, and it's made a huge difference. So i, I definitely become a, a believer in it. Um, I've been taking the Glow tablets, too, which are, um, they're like chewable tablets, which are made out here in Albuquerque, and I noticed probably that the most, in terms of my recoveries, I would just wake up and feel less creaky. Normally, like, I kind of wake up, and my body just kind of feels like it's it's worn down a bit at the end of the week so it's really helped in my recovery and if if you if you're a person that kind of has difficulty like sleeping or staying asleep or just kind of anxious at night then that's that's your jam
0: so nature's secret that's the name of your sponsor can people order online
1: Yes. Yeah, so if you go to instagram so my instagram is marcavelli m-a-r-c-k-a-v-e-l-l-i and if you go to, to my bio you'll see that their instagram is there they're actually their instagram is called cb i, I think it's
0: cbd, CBD and I know, oils check, I, have it up. I got uh, it right here it's at cbd and oils a and d yes it's cbd a exactly. and d o i l s on instagram give them a follow here and i want to thank you once again mark and god bless safe travels Last but not yeah, least. Thank you so much. Behave yourselves. <laughs> I will. All right. God bless. Yeah. Take care, Eddie. Here you guys go. Mark Belly, Mark Eatonberg joining us here once again on Pure Evil MMA. Very interesting talk about. I wish I got more into the, uh, the sports psychology side of that conversation because I've heard so many fighters just in the last couple of years say that it's been so helpful that, you know, the guys that don't do it wish they did do it now, so, uh, I, I gotta talk with, with uh, somebody about that on one of the next episodes here, and the whole CBD talk, I think that's an amazing thing, like we were talking about at the beginning of this interview, we've come so far in the last 10, 20 years with THC or, or, you know, you know, gay, gay, gay marriage and stuff like that, LGBT community, I mean, uh, The list goes on and on with things that have become more acceptable, more spoken, and it goes both ways. But I think CBD is uh and THC being legalized over opiates. I spoke with Elias Theodore about it. I mean, all these fighters go out there and they get injured, and the doctors shove opiates down their throats. And if you don't know what you're doing, if you are not extremely safe with it, it could take you on one hell of a scary ride for (laughs) the rest of your life. They say once you're addicted to opiates, you're addicted for the rest of your life. And these fighters that want to take THC, whether it's gummies, whether it's oil, uh, smoking it, which probably isn't the best idea. I mean, it, it comes in so many different ways now that you don't have to smoke it. And why are they not being allowed to use that as a recovery why is nick diaz getting suspended for two years for smoking pot? but oh if you want to give him a bottle of oxycontin it's fine so I, I like seeing these cbd companies sponsoring fighters so make sure to check them out uh nature's secret at cbd and oils also make sure to follow marcavelli on instagram that's at marcavelli here i'll spell it out for you guys right here I actually got it written down here on the bottom somewhere let's see it's M A R C, M A R C K A V E L L I, Marco So, guys, that does it for me here at Pure Evil MMA. I'm Evil Eddie. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. Wait Knuckles to the end, behave yourselves.